Speeding in the sound is speeding. <coughs> Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew for Monday, February 22nd, 2020. On today's episode, we got a Guinness Custody of the Week and then a regular Custody of the Week. And then we're going to talk about uh, lots of stuff. And uh, oh, also on the intro, I got to spit my shit because you know I don't like to flick the clip when I'm on that shit. You know I like to rub it around and give it that little treatment. I don't know what I'm talking about, but yo, hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew for February 22nd, 2020. Are you feeling warm, man? Are you warmer than the people in Texas right now? That's I've lived in an apartment where the pipes burst during cold temperatures. And I'll tell you, buddy, it is not fun. We It was me and my buddy Andrew and my uh, ex-girlfriend at the time. Uh, we were living in this apartment and... Um, and fucking, it was the middle of winter, and then the fucking, earlier in the evening, I had had the window open, and then, but then I closed it before I went to bed, and then we, sometime in the night, like a couple hours after we went to bed, one of the pipes burst, and uh, they tried to say it's because I had the window open earlier in the fucking day, which is like such bull f- fucking shit. Anyway, it's just an old ass building and the fucking pipes froze. It was like minus whatever outside, right? And you could see the water on the outside of the fucking building too. Anyways... It the pipe burst, and at first it was just like you feel you're like s- sleeping, and then you feel water, and then you're like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? Someone pranking me? Like, you think someone's like dumping water on you, and you're like immediately like, what the fuck? And then you get up, and you're like, where is that? What the fuck is that? And then you realize like it's coming from the floor, man. Like the water is like there's like a pee, and then it's like holy fuck, this is a fuck ton of water. So then we like sp- like get out of bed and then go wake up Andrew, and it's just like holy fuck, man. Like look at this. So we start clearing shit out, like because it's like filling up like crazy, and then we're making this huge noise, and then Fran and Jan from the condo association come down because we lived in the condo board, and then our neighbors, like man, we were two like young guys living there, and then we fucking. Uh, so they didn't really like us cause it was like a nice downtown apartment with like a generally like, it wasn't like a senior's living, but it was like a mature living situation. Right. But we were like 21 or whatever. So we were like giving her, oh, fucking... sorry, I shouldn't have done that. Um, I just ate a piece of ice here and fucking, uh, so there's just water fucking flying everywhere. And then it's like, yo, turn this off. Like, how do we turn the water off? So we're like calling like upstairs. Finally, we get the maintenance guy because it's like two in the fucking morning. And then it took like 20 minutes for them to turn the water off. And by that point, like both my bedroom and Andrew's bedroom and then part of our kitchen had been flooded. And then it leaked into the neighbor's wall underneath. And then the neighbor's place had started flooding too. And we were like, and so this was probably like five in the morning and now all this shit's going on. It's like six o'clock in the fucking morning. And we're like, start moving shit out in the hallway. Cause it's like, holy fuck, man. Like a bunch of like, you know, there's like water flooding everywhere. And now it's like the morning we got the water shut off and then we got to get a fucking crew coming in. And me and Andrew were just like, we looked at each other and we're like, fuck it, man. We're done. We're out of this place. Like, this is so fucked up. Like we're, we're obviously, we can't live here right now so we're just moving we're just gonna fucking move so we rented the biggest u-haul possible it was sunday so then we called his brother my best friend mink and fucking i think mink's mink and andrew's dad came and my dad and then we just fucking loaded all our shit up and then me mink or me and andrew just moved back into our dad's houses (laughs) and we were both going to school at the time we were both in university i was taking economics he was taking science and he had just gotten into like a long-term relationship 
that he's married to now they have kids but like uh, our long distance i should say a long long term also but long distance relationship and so yeah i don't know it was just like a fucking it was almost like a blessing in disguise because like i think we were almost done with that place anyways like our lease was like almost up i think we probably had like three or four more months on that year on the lease maybe more than that but um so then it fucking so then we lost our fucking damage deposit and then they tried to come at us with the other charge of like 1800 bucks and it happened in my room and, and they tried to say it was because I had the window open earlier in the night but it's like yo I have my window open all the fucking time like it's like oh, the window you open and you close it man like fuck and they tried to say I was sleeping like oh yeah I'm gonna sleep with minus 40 with the fucking window open <laughs> so fuck and the fucking story i was like at the time i just was just like yo whatever like i fucking i had some dough stacked because i was like it, i was working uh guitar sales or whatever so i was just like fuck it all it's like 1800 hit it's not that bad so i just took that fucking hit and then me and andrew took our damage deposit on the chin which i think our rent was like what was our rent for that place i think our rent was only like 14 or 100 bucks for that place so i think we lost like 1400 bucks there and then fucking 1800 on the damages and then 75 for the u-haul and then we were just out but that was the fucking turning point for me because that that's when i started to realize it's like okay fucking <clears throat> like i gotta fucking do something here you know like i gotta fucking it was like uh like i was like back at my parents house and it was like okay i gotta like make something happen here and that was when i started like getting the wheels of fucking the wind of change, man, started blowing and they started taking comedy seriously. And then I fucking went to L.A. and then whatever, blah, blah, blah. End of story. Anyways, fucking Texas. I So I understand what's going on in Texas, man, with those frozen pipes. But honestly, like how many of those people voted Republican? <laughs> because that's what it comes down to, man. Like, I know I don't want to make like it's hard to like say it's like it's like so easy to make things so political, but it's like. When the option is there and you'd like keep voting for that's what you want, like conservative uh, rhetoric other than related to race or anything fucking horrific like that. But traditional, actual conservative rhetoric is involved in it's 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 deep rooted in deregulation, um, you know, a lack of government or federal regulation in in business. And they feel that the free hand of the market uh, will regulate, you know, any, uh, will mitigate any problems, right? You know, it's in the best interest of, uh, of the market to, to correct any problems. If this guy's selling bad corn, well, guess what? He's not going to be selling corn at the market next week. It's only the guy who sells the best corn. He's acting in his own self-interest and it's in his own self-interest to sell the best corn because people obviously want that. That's the rational actors, man, that I'm talking about. But when you see that shit played out in real life, what the rational actors actually do is like, well, we have a completely deregulated power market and we have absolutely no incentive to winterize whatsoever and when this happens well we have we've we've structured the pricing in in such a way that we won't ever take the brunt of this and and since we have you know market price based structure you know if if it happens to pop off well, we'll just charge them 10 grand an hour <laughs> so we don't why would we winterize why would we spend a fucking billion dollars upgrading our shit for something that's gonna happen yeah it'll happen in 10 years and what and then a bunch of pipes burst well what do we just got to turn the fucking power off for a week yeah people die but whatever so i fucking like mur <laughs> murder is only a crime like it's not a crime for everybody because who's culpable? Nobody's responsible for the deaths, obviously. 
And Joe Rogan's going off saying, oh, what did people want Ted Cruz to make it warmer? It's like, no, obviously that's not what the fuck we're talking about. It's talking about culp. We're talking about culpability, man. It, what, 40 people, 50 people have died? A little toddler, an 11-year-old toddler froze to death because they had no power. So who's responsible for that? Do you go back 10 years and you say the last time that Texas had this big ice storm and and there's a is it the is it the government's responsibility to step in and and demand that these electricity providers uh you know uh, upgrade their technology to be able to be winterproof or whatever or, or who's responsible for that is it on the fucking free market you know like there's a the, some, somebody is responsible is culpable for these deaths there are decisions that were made that directly resulted in the deaths of these people including a fucking 11 year old kid man freezing to death in his coat in his house and these are that those deaths are the are not nobody's responsible for them, but they are the direct result of a of a lack of 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 decisions or indecisions that were made by by people who are his responsibility is to make these fucking decisions that can change the course. Right. So it's like, yeah, you didn't fucking kill anybody, but it's like so there's this fucking train barreling down the tracks. You know, you also didn't do anything to slow the fucking train down. Yeah, it's not your responsibility to fuck. Like, it's so... And then everybody... And then that's what the people want, though. And that's the other thing is that they get tricked now into thinking that it's like... There's there uh, that there's this sort of like this rogue, rugged individualism that like this Ayn Rand, like fucking every man for himself. And then that like, you know, acting in their own... If as long as people act in their own self-interest that everything will work out fine but it's like i don't know man i'm kind of like off track here i don't really know what i'm talking about but i'm trying to say is like people don't actually want like they got tricked into thinking that they wanted some sort of like hyper deregulate like they want to be conservative (laughs) and so and people are tricked into being liberal too it's like at the end of the day everybody would agree if we just voted on issues instead of people then most people would agree it's just like well like if you looked at our budget it's like if you had issue if you had like if issues weren't like uh if you didn't vote for like parties where it's just like oh well we need to fucking cut spending and blah 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 we need to tighten it up and we got the freeloaders or whatever but if instead you went to the poll and you were like and if it was a question like should children in this country go hungry? And then how many people are going to say yes to that? Well, fucking nobody, right? So as long as everybody says yes to that, well then, which most people would, then we have a consensus that children shouldn't go hungry in this country. And then what we do is we implement a program to ensure that that fucking happens, right? And since the entire country is in agreement then the cost doesn't matter because this is not a, the government is not a fucking business just like your house is not a business man like people who say the government should be run like a business and also have children it's like okay well like when you're done cooking breakfast do you drop a fucking check off at the table for your nine-year-old son <laughs> It's like, why would you fucking, if you run your house like a business, then you would fucking go to the grocery store, buy the cheapest possible eggs, and then charge your family for the, for cooking the meal. Not only the, the material, you need to mark that up for overhead and, uh, and for profit maximization. <laughs> so why the like a government it's like a house man like your government a country is like a house man and it's like okay like we all live in this fucking house 
And uh, and you got to treat it like a house, man. Like it's like if someone needs a Band-Aid, it, you know, you don't fucking. OK, it's like, well, if your kid comes to you with a scraped knee and you're like, all right, well, that's going to be fourteen ninety nine for the Band-Aid. And it's like <laughs> people don't people don't fucking. That's why I want to talk about my fucking jury duty thing, man. It's like a house, man. You know, you just somebody has to take the trash out this week. It's like jury duty. It goes back to that fucking whatever sort of government I was talking about there. Uh, whatever the fuck. I don't know why this turned into an economics podcast lately, but this used to be a funny podcast. Okay, let's do, uh, let's do, we got fucking Guinness Custody of the Week. Guinness Custody of the Week. Okay, here's Guinness Book of Custody of the Week. Idaho woman dresses husband in 35 t-shirts for Guinness record. <laughs> David Rush. Oh, it's this fucking guy again. Man, why do I keep talking about this fucking guy? Who has broken more than 150 records to promote STEM education, says he and his wife Jennifer previously attempted the same record in 2020. But despite managing to put on 32 t-shirts, their attempt was disqualified due to a requirement that each shirt be pulled to the waist. All around the body. See, now this is what I'm talking about, where they where they fucking Guinness lost its fucking balls, man. It needs to come back. We need the world's fattest cat. We need the world's fattest man. We need the world's longest hair. We need the fucking world records, man. That's what it was about. I, I seen uh, his hair was fucking down to his feet. You know what? I, uh, that was a horrible accent. Um, So now we got this fucking guy, 35 t-shirts in 60 seconds, all the way down to the waist. And David Rush is the ultimate custody who this fucking guy keeps breaking stupid ass Guinness Book of World Records. This is the same fucking guy who ate 60 blueberries in a minute with his mouth or whatever. Stupid fucking bullshit. Oh, here's a good one. Here's a custody of the week. Custy. Um... (laughs) I don't even know why I'm doing this right now. Uh, oh, yeah. And then we're going to do the fucking. We're going to do the fucking uh, weed giveaway on Thursday now. OK, so I said Monday, but now I got it. I'm going to do it on camera so I can show you that I'm picking them out of the thing. OK. Oh, my God. This podcast has been really fucking bad. If you're still listening, thank you so much. Let's get back on track here. Thank you to everybody who pays for the show. Anthony, Patrick, Nick, and Mac, Taryn, Blair, Bryce, Bubba, Marnus, Mike D, Joel, and in the motherfucking Howl of Fame, Colette, and Andre, as well as our sponsor, KingTutsCannabis.com. You can go to KingTutsCannabis.com and use the promo code DREW for 10% off your order, as so many of you fucking do. Thank you. Um, KingTutsCannabis.com. Smoke like an Egyptian. All right, fuck it. I'm not really in the zone right now. I'm sorry. So we're just going to cut to a little dad rock. <coughs> yeah, holy fuck. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will. I got to I gotta be more funny. Okay, here we go. Let's do a little dad rock.
Holy fuck, I can't even fucking shred right now. Jesus. Fuck, man. Okay. I don't even know if I'm gonna upload this. I am gonna upload this, but, uh, fuck. Oh. Okay, fuck. Thank you. <laughs> if you ended up listening to this, fuck it. Thank you. Uh, shout out to motherfucking Mink and Mac and Calm and PG and all the motherfuckers in the hood and who up to no good. Fuck!